0: and Walker, Sports Radio 92.7 WFNZ. Round ball heavy conversation there, talking about the NCAA tournament, the Charlotte Hornets. We really appreciate Nada Edwards for joining us inside the uh, Planet Kia NC.com studios for the hour that he did. We'll put some of those segments up on our website, WFNZ.com. All you have to do is go to the website and then click on the Wes and Walker tab. Let's get back to some Carolina Panthers discussion. The thing West teased a little while ago, he had some kind of sly look on his face, too, when he did it. He was discussing the Bears and what they reportedly wanted from the Carolina Panthers in negotiations revolving around the number one overall pick. So the Bears reportedly asked for Brian Burns, DJ Moore, or JC Horn. And apparently it went with Ryan Poles asking for one of those guys and said, all right, on top of the assets that you're giving us. Mm hmm. You include DJ Moore, J.C. Horn, or Brian Burns. I'll call it in right now. And eventually, Carolina made their decision. Now, I'm trying to look up the report and where it is, and we can give a little bit more detail on it. But with the gist of the question being what it is, Wes, did they make the right decision in including DJ Moore, or (laughs) might you go a different direction, a debate that has spawned really what Wes and Walker debates are all about with J.C. Horn being that subject? Well, I think
2: you – teasing it but uh i'm not saying anything people don't know (laughs) if i had to choose which one of those i would have given up it would have been jc horn because uh i value offense over defense and then i'm going to value pass rush over corner because you know my philosophy i feel like there is no such thing as a shutdown corner anymore uh i always preface this and i do think jc horn's a really good player obviously they would not want him in a trade but if I had to choose which one of those three I would have surrendered, it would have been uh, J.C. Horn. Because, again, like I said, you know, Brian Burns, young pass rushers uh, don't grow on trees. Then, like I said, wide receivers in an offensive league, I'm going to always value offense over defense if I get put in that type of scenario. And then, like I said, I just feel like corners, it's very hard to uh, be that shut down type of guy where you just take over one side of the field anymore. So I would have gone with Horn. What say you? Yeah,
0: I mean – Either one would have hurt to be to be honest with you. Like I, I I'd feel the same. I'd feel the exact same. Especially if you got rid of DJ Moore, that that hurts. And if you get rid of JC DJ Moore or JC Horn, mm-hmm. that hurts. What What
2: was the sigh? Because that was a <laughs> deep breath. Shock. And then you put your hand over your mouth. Shocking. What you are you shocking? Shocking. No, I know. You, what are you shocking? I'm about? just being facetious. The fact that you agree with what I said. Oh, no, yeah, I didn't know if that was
0: sarcasm or not. I was confused. (laughs) You saw me dead in my tracks. No, I'd feel the same way. Brian Burns clearly is the one that can't be included. That's the one, right? Mm -hmm. Like, when you're talking about those three guys, I'm not including Brian Burns. And even with my conversation point about doing everything you can to keep the environment as good and as well-kept as possible, that might include keeping DJ. But then think about if you trade J.C. Horn, if you include him, then who's your number one corner at this point? Like Dante Jackson is somebody kind of polarizing, but I think more people don't like him than they do. Yeah. And especially with the injury history that he has under his belt. So, even after you've tried to make the cornerback position a strength on this team, you trade JC Horn, all of a sudden it's Dante Jackson, it's CJ Henderson, it's Keith Taylor. The latter of two, the latter two of which were among the worst cornerbacks measured by pro football focus in the entire game. Like, so if you get rid of JC Horn and now you're talking about like trying to win this year, that defense just got a lot worse without JC. And you can have Von Bell and you can have Jeremy Chin move closer to the box. And then you can talk a little bit more about Brian Burns coming off of the edge. Like, that's great. But, man, you don't have anybody that can cover anymore especially if Dante Jackson isn't gone. So I kind of view them as equal, right? J.C. Horn included, it hurts like hell. D.J. Moore was included, it hurts like hell. So they decided that the number one overall pick was worth it in its entirety.
2: How much do you think the Panthers will regret giving up D.J. Moore? I
0: think they're going to regret it as far as them not having a number one wide receiver. Like, they don't have the greatest amount of weapons right now. So, Adam Thielen coming aboard. I hope they bring in DJ Chark. We're not exactly sure what that is right now, what the situation is. But if they bring him in, then okay, they have done enough. Now, what's interesting is Mel Kuyper talking about this draft class, how a cornerback is the deepest position in yeah, this class. I was going to get to that. And so, if you wanted to make that point as to why you should have included JC instead of DJ, especially in a weaker wide receiver class, okay. But at 39, Can you bring in somebody that is a first round talent like JC? Because the one thing, and I, I know we've gone our fair share of rounds on how good JC Horn is, but like one thing we need to make clear the guy has a rookie's amount of games under his belt. Yeah. When you talk about first round talent like Pat Sertan, that dude hit the ground running this year because he didn't miss any games, maybe if not any, not many in his rookie season, right? Like, so I think that is something to take note of here with J.C. Horn. The guy has a rookie's amount of games under his belt now. So could he hit the ground running next year despite the injury? And I think that's one defense that you have for the top corner on this team currently.
2: Yeah, I think that... that the Panthers as far as just giving up DJ Moore, uh, it remains to be seen because like you said, we keep talking about that 39th pick, what they will do with it. Does it make it more parallel because of that deal if you do take a receiver? And we know you want your picks in the first three rounds to hit. There's no question about that. You want to grab at least two starters out of that bunch, but is there more pressure than normal put on this selection now at 39?
0: Yeah, I think so. Because it's the only one that you have towards the top, right? And, like, so I'm not sure exactly what they're going to decide to do with that as far as a wide receiver goes. You know, that that's still my position of preference as far as what to do with that 39th overall selection. But, yeah, I think there's... I think there's a lot of pressure for them to hit on that 39th overall spot. Let's go to the text message or the text line. I should say the garage door guru text line 704-570-9610. Brian said breaking news. Mike Evans just scored another touchdown on Keith <laughs> Taylor. I hate it, man. That's like the 17th already. Big cat. Dan said, I agree with Wes. Plus, if they would have selected Fields over Horn, we would not be here right now, which, you know, yeah, I, I don't necessarily completely disagree I with that. I, I like Justin Fields fine. Now, you got to put him in the right environment at, you know, at the end of this entire scenario, you do have a number one overall selection, but you had to get rid of DJ Moore. And then Justin Fields just got help with DJ going over to the Chicago Bears. So, you know, that's one way to look at it. I know you ask how much the Panthers will regret giving up on DJ, but what's interesting to me is if you get Thielen and you get Shark and your first overall quarterback actually hits, I wonder just how much the win now and win later motive kind of coincide because Rich Eisen released on his show. He said, Carolina is going to cause some damage next season. I don't think they're going to win the Super Bowl, but I heard Willie P on Charlotte Sports Today. He said, yeah, he kind of expects the Panthers to make the postseason in 2023. And I do think this is a great position to be in, honestly. Like, I hate getting rid of DJ, but for the purpose, you're doing it for the most important position in sports, and I've always understood that. So if you go out and you make the smart decisions that you did this offseason, West Carolina could be in a very nice situation where when now, when later... It actually coincides with 2023, especially with the argument everybody's making, how weak the NFC South is this year.
2: Yeah, I think as far as if you related it to, you know, building a house and just going brick by brick, like people like to say, I think a lot uh, of the foundation has been laid the last season or two. And I think that this year is going to be, uh, you could probably say the most important year as far as building uh, the football identity of this franchise. When you talk about the coaching staff they put together, you talk about bringing in uh, the number one pick overall. And then you talk about some of the guys that they brought in. And so now if you hit on this pick, the rest of it is just kind of putting, I won't say finishing touches on it, but just pieces where it's not as the the intensity to get things done. Isn't as high where you can kind of go and have a little bit more freedom and a little bit less pressure to add the rest of the pieces and then end up with a complete roster over the next season or two. Because I think you would have to look at progress this season, depending on how the NFC South is. You could make the playoffs this year, maybe. Uh, That all depends on kind of other divisions. I look at the NFC South, once again, as probably a one-team playoff division, but it depends. We never know what can happen um, year to year, but I would think that the second year and by Frank Reich's third year, uh, if you're going off the methods and the things that they've started to do now, by his third season uh, at a minimum, this should be a team that's really ready to compete.
0: It'll be interesting to see. Feel free to text in the Garage Door Guru text line, 704-570-9610. Again, that number is 704 570 Ninety six ten. so we were talking about how much the chicago bears did ask for and eventually the panthers were willing to give up dj Moore on top of a lot of draft picks to move up to the number one overall spot and uh the quarterback has been the position has been in shambles really ever since cam newton decided you know just wasn't what he was in his mvp year even in 2017 where he had an excellent playoff game despite the loss to the new orleans saints You've been looking for your franchise QB ever since we did the whole one year thing with Teddy Bridgewater. You know, we went to Sam Donald, we went to Baker Mayfield, we had Kyle Allen in between. I forgot who could forget Kyle Allen. Everybody was saying, Oh, Kyle Allen runs the system better than possibly Cam Newton does. And then all the turnovers happened in like the (laughs) last eight games that he played for Carolina. So getting your guy at number one, it makes all the sense in the world. And we had the Cam Newton conversation just yesterday Perhaps y'all's favorite radio personality, it's something you guys agree on as much as any. Scott Farrell, right? Both of you guys, is he your number one, West favorite radio uh, personality? Because
2: it's yours, no doubt. I mean, there's nobody else that comes close.
1: He's the guy that made me want to do radio.
2: Okay, so Yeah, that's, I don't know that I to be number one, but he's right up there. So, I mean, I'm not going to lie. I've always been a cowherd guy. He's always been my favorite. You, he's very good at what he does. I'm not going to lie. you both capitalize, so I see the
1: similarities.
0: Did you say capitalize or cap a lot? Cap a lot. Okay. So there's Scott Farrell who was talking about Cam Newton. Here's the uh, soundbite from among one of the uh, favorite radio personalities of these two. And I also think that the NFL (laughs) front offices are not interested in a washed up old player that's got his baggage and his mouth. When they can draft young kids and order them around... It's real simple. When these young kids come into the NFL from college football, they are at the mercy of the NFL team for their first five years at their mercy. They will do anything. They are told Cam Newton doesn't listen to anybody. And so they're done dealing with Cam Newton's in this world. I mean, look, if you want to know what I'm most interested in regarding that soundbite, I, I mean, dissect, dissecting how true any of it is, is whatever. But that voice giving that take is not surprising, and also that voice being what got Fitty to love sports radio is not surprising. <laughs> Even with that take, I mean that is so. If you were to give me a list of radio personalities to choose from and say who is Fitty's favorite, immediately upon hearing it, I would say that is Fitty's favorite. So here's the thing: I I got introduced to Scott Fierelis during the summer, and it was when Jason
1: Kidd was was in the process of getting fired by Milwaukee. And I just turned it on, and he was, dude, he was ripping at me. Like, this guy, Jason Kidd, I mean, he did all this great things on the court, but off the court. You know, he's cheating to get his ass kicked by the Brooklyn Nets. And I was just so intrigued. And then it became, like, the hallmark of my night. I would go to college exhausted, staying up till 2 a.m. listening to his entire show. And when I called in to ask him a question about Larry Fedor being the next coach
0: at Florida, and he called me a
2: dumbass and made my day.
0: Mm -hmm. I bet it was I bet that's exactly what happened what did you make of the soundbite there from Scott
2: Uh, and it was a lot in there too as well because his co-host he made me mad because he was saying that Cam could get a job in the NFL he was willing to do something other than quarterback as if he should be a running back or H back that really made me mad because I'm like the fact that this man was an MVP rookie of the year now you're talking about uh, him doing something other than that 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 definitely made my blood boil but uh, I think what for us, said, as harsh as it may sound, does have some truth in it. And we were kind of talking about that yesterday in Cam's delivery of the message of what he wanted to do. I felt like he wasn't in a position necessarily to come out and be that brash about his intentions. I felt like if maybe he'd have, you know, made it known that, hey, this is what I want to do and gone out into the pro day and did his thing. But just... I felt like what he did kind of played into the narrative that GMs may look at this and say, I don't want all this noise in my locker room because this guy still feels like he's a starter. I don't want to bring him in and he still thinks he's that guy and causing issues uh, in my locker room. We know he can galvanize other players, split locker room, all types of stuff. I feel like at this point he needs to be like, hey. I'm willing to be the backup. If something else comes of that, great. But I want to come in and play my role. But I think the message and the way that he delivered what he wanted to do said otherwise.
0: All right, let's talk a little bit more about the Carolina Panthers on the other side of the break. Thomas Davis had his input on who the Panthers could select number one overall. It's coming up next. Weston Walker, Sports Radio 92.7 WFNZ.
2: McDonald's is not new to chicken. So maybe stop questioning their chicken cred and get your hands on the McCrispie. Juicy fried chicken, buttery bun, unmatched pickle to chicken ratio. Yeah, they know what they're doing. In fact, we can honestly say they're not new to chicken. They're true to chicken. The McCrispie. Only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.
0: Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if
1: Cascali is right for you. Yeah!
2: I think it's going to be a very, very surprising pick in Carolina. Oh! But, I mean i will say this if this pick happens that who i think that they are in love with i'm not a fan of it. Wow. okay so, you just, can't wow. you have to spill the beans here i, I, Take I that, just, I just know i just know wow. that there are a couple of guys upstairs that that are enamored by the physical ability of anthony richardson and that was one thomas davis throwing a monkey wrench into the plans of what we thought the Panthers' draft plans were. He said that yesterday on NFL Network. This is the Wesson Walker Show, Sports Radio 92.7, WFNZ. Hit us up on the Garage Joe Guru text line 704-570-9610. Hit us up and let us know where you think the Panthers are going at this point because we thought we were going in one direction. And then Thomas Davis comes in and tells us, that there could be something else brewing in the works. So, I mean, Walker, I'll start with you. What did you think of that That bite, man? Did that completely just <laughs> make you question everything you've ever believed in in this process?
0: No, it did not. Uh, I, w- I did not uh, completely get turned upside down with that take. Look, of course everybody's going to be enamored with Anthony Richardson. The guy just put on one of the craziest combines we've ever seen From a quarterback, does that mean that he is a better QB prospect than either Bryce Young or CJ Stroud? My answer to that is still no. Like, can you imagine trading up to number one overall? Okay. Going up that far in order to take what is a still massive risk. It could pay off. Whoever takes Anthony Richardson could be reaping the benefits that is all of those physical tools at the quarterback spot. Like, that all matters. But can you imagine Carolina trading up to number one to go get that guy when, at least in my opinion, I think you could trade up to five or four or three and therefore not give up nearly as much to go up to get to number one. And that's where this all all of this falls apart. To me, if you're trading up to number one, you are getting someone with at least some sense of safety. And Anthony Richardson does not bring any safety. Will Levis does not bring any safety. CJ Stroud and Bryce Young does. And so that's where it all kind of falls apart for me. If you wanted Anthony Richardson or Will Levis, you might stay at home at nine, not going to get them there. So then you trade up only a few spots rather than all of the spots. And that's why I just can't get on board with the ability that they might select Anthony Richardson.
2: I feel like TD is plugged in. I feel like he knows some things, knows some people that we don't, that he's talking to. I feel like there's a lot of merit to this. Um, When he says he feels like they're going to make a very surprising pick, I don't think that he would say something to that nature if he doesn't have great intel. When he said there's a couple of guys upstairs that are really enamored with him, but the key in that statement was, I think they're going to make a very, very surprising pick, and he said, I'm not with it. And so to me, that sounds like he knows some things. He's got great intel. Uh, With that said, if the Panthers do make this move, Man, is it a gamble. But I think, man, it shows the faith Monstrous. that they have in this coaching staff that they felt like this is the guy that they could take because they, they feel like with Frank Reich and Jim Caldwell and Josh McCown, with this group, this trio alone, along with Thomas Brown, they feel like, all right, we got the best staff in the league. That's how they probably feel right now, smelling themselves a little bit. <laughs> and they said – if we can take that piece of clay and mold it, we are going to have a guy that's going to change the game. Have we
0: asked you this before? Have you gone with smelling themselves a little bit instead of feeling themselves? Because I think that is. I like a to say
2: feeling themselves, feeling yourself, or whatever the case may be. I think be. you I'm just said
0: smelling themselves
2: I, themselves. I did. I did. I said are that right there. Are you changing it? I like that, though. Yeah.
0: To some degree. Now, if you're smelling yourself, you probably don't smell well. And you're also. <laughs> or you might or... smell really yeah, good I mean, and you want to smell yourself.
1: Yeah. you might like, Damn, I smell
0: good.
1: Yeah, baby. you might. <laughs> you just might.
0: Can you repeat that for us, Fitty?
1: <laughs> Damn, I smell good, baby. Okay. Yeah. You could be that's like that. Swaggy, right? There. I like that.
0: I did too. Do that in
1: the bucket head. I'm getting laid every night. If you yeah. get, if
0: you put the bucket head on and then say with the bald head, a hundred percent. To be it right. Yeah. And then I I like Fitty saying that, taking the bucket hat off, shining the dome a little bit with his bald head, and then putting the bucket hat back on. Say no to that. I dare you. What am I shining the head with? Just my actual palm? Do I have a buffer? Now, maybe maybe you have like some kind of handkerchief or whatever in your front pocket, and then you bring that and wipe the old dome down and then put it right back in. Say
1: 1962.
0: Well, if, maybe that's why chivalry is dead, because nobody does that anymore. <laughs> and then you could bring it back, and then nobody will be able to say no to you. Or maybe you're just Dan Orlovsky, and if you're smelling yourself, you use your towel 30 times before you wash it. That's yeah. the other way you could smell yourself. Regardless... I don't think it's going to be Anthony Richardson. The The thing you brought up, though, is the talent on the coaching staff. And I've heard people make that point before. It's honestly a good one. Dan Orlovsky brought it up. Speaking of the devil, right? Speaking of the, the smelly guy that is Orlovsky who doesn't wash his towel that much. When he was talking about how he was hearing Anthony Richardson, people were arguing the same way you were. And the fact that he might be in the know Because apparently Carolina uh, thought about having him be the QB coach here in the city of Charlotte. So if that's the case, then your mind starts to race. Are they having conversations about who the QB would be that he would coach if they offered him the job or at least were looking at the job? And that's where it starts to get a little interesting. Or I like Delvis the Rock writing in to the garage door guru text line. I don't believe TD, it's all the smokescreen. Now Carolina is a diehard Panther through and through. He embodies the mantra that is keep pounding. What if Thomas Davis is helping out the organization by spreading this take out there and nobody else will move up to go get CJ Stroud or Bryce Young? Or maybe just he's putting that out there to keep everybody off of the scent and they are not smelling themselves, but they're trying to smell who the Panthers would draft. I think that's what TD could be doing. Is he going into the X-Five? Oh, no. At least. So if you're going to do this, <laughs> at least warn us so we're not all hiding in the corner of our rooms. Please just warn us.
2: Um, well, him being an ex-team of one Cam Newton, that was also the first thing out of his mouth. Mm-hmm. Um, the thing that maybe makes me think that maybe he's not trying to throw off the path is that he admitted he doesn't like it. And I think that if he was really trying exactly to, to, want to think, blow West. smoke, I think he'd just say it and leave it at that. But the fact that he was like, I don't like it. For Thomas to be, like I said, that, that Panther, as you were saying through and through, for him to come out and openly say he doesn't like a decision that they're thinking about or that they're making, mm-hmm. you know, I don't know how well that would fly with them. And maybe he's trying to say that so that he gets it out into the media so that the Panthers won't do it. Maybe he wants to say that because the backlash from the fans and he knows people are going to react to the soundbite and then they're like, oh, okay, wait a minute. We we know the fans aren't feeling this as much, so maybe we won't draft this guy. But he immediately compared him to Cam Newton. He talked about how people want to do that. He said he's not Cam Newton. Uh, Dan Jeremiah came behind him and talked about how, you know, It's not even close as far as what they did out of college and comparing them in those aspects. But former NFL GM Rick Spielman and Anthony Richardson himself came out and said that he is a better thrower of the football at this point. And Cam Newton, are both of these guys out of their gourd? Yes, I like how, so just to give people a
0: little peek behind the curtain, when Wes comes up with questions for us to talk about on the show, Wes will ask all of the assuming questions. Like, if I'm to ask you, are they out of their gourd? I'm going to go ahead and guess Wes thinks that these people are out of their gourds. But you're right in asking this assuming question. Yeah, man, like this is the thing that people got mad at us when trying to compare the skill sets of one Anthony Richardson and Cam Newton. And they were right to some degree. Anthony Richardson did not just come off of a Heisman winning campaign. And I know we can debate a little bit as to how good that Auburn roster was. But if you compare that Auburn roster to other championship teams, it does not measure up. And Cam had a remarkable season doing what he did to get the Tigers a national championship, and he was a better thrower. The only argument that you could possibly make that Richardson is a better throwing prospect is the fact that they did not have wide receivers that they were throwing to who were open. The receivers were bad at Florida, and we heard that when we had our guy on that was talking about Richardson, something Orlovsky talked about on the Pat McAfee show. Okay, cool. But even so, who was Cam Newton throwing to in Auburn? Like, tell me which one of those receivers actually had a monstrous NFL career. Yeah. Who I, I don't even remember. What was it, Darvin
2: Adams? Was one of them named Sammy? I think Sammy Coates, Coates was
0: a little later. I think Sammy Coates was a little bit later, but yeah. Darvin Adams is a guy, I think he su- suited up for the Panthers. But man, that was it. So like that's about it, man. Yeah, I, I can't I can't compare unless you want to talk about the big frame, the rushing aspect. All that's fair because Richardson is a freak now. Like, I'm not trying to get it twisted, and so is Cam. But as far as the production, the throwing production even for Cam, no, nah, those guys aren't even the same stratosphere coming out.
2: Will Anthony Richardson end up a random? <laughs>
0: <laughs> He's Shannon Sharp might compare him to a random. Yes, these MFs, as you said, on the video that we released out there.
2: Yeah, man. I mean, Shannon Sharp came out, for those who don't know, undisputed, and he said that Cam thing. How many more randoms or how many randoms are going to keep getting jobs or something to that? Well, effect. we need
0: that. We need the first part of that soundbite. We do. We need the first part of that soundbite to play when we don't like a take from someone.
2: <laughs> and so, um, you talk about that. And so, Cam Newton had his workout at Auburn yesterday. We have to touch on that one. It's been a hot topic all over the place. Twenty-eight of thirty-four, he went. They said the passes. Had some that were a little high, some that might have missed just a little bit. But they said, for the most part, from different accounts I read, from TSN, uh, from uh, AL.com, the uh, Atlanta Journal-Constitution, all of these accounts said that Cam looked pretty good. And they started up the teams that would be a good fit for Cam. Uh, We talked about yesterday if he would be a fit in Carolina, to which we said, no, we don't need to do this for a third time. But... Just quickly on this topic, mm-hmm. I pose the question just how many backup quarterbacks would you take Cam Newton over? Now, you don't need to spout off specific guys, oh, wait, but I have a list.
0: Okay, wait. I'm that That is excellent by you. This reminds me of when the Dan Batard show <laughs> had Chris Sims on every day to discuss mm-hmm. the 74 quarterbacks that were better than Blake Bortles <laughs> yeah. because that was on the rankings. Yes. And so I'm here for all of the quarterbacks that Cam Newton is better than when it comes to backup.
2: All right, let's go. Quick yes or no's rapid fire. I'm gonna shoot off a few. All right? Couple quarterbacks I got for you. Okay. All right, here no, we go. I'm starting with Drew Locke. I say yes. You say... I'll take Cam Newton. All right, and I'll take Fiddy's answer back there with the sound effects. I
0: like Fiddy communicating only through sound bites. Yeah, 100%.
2: Mason Rudolph, I say yes. Oh, yeah. I've had some yes.
0: Mason Rudolph, I can't stand (laughs) watching that guy play. Miss Trubisky, I say yes. I'll take Cam. It's close, though. Uh, (laughs) Trubisky's... Trubisky's all right if he's used correctly. Uh, He can't can't
2: lead a scoring drive to save his life. This guy's going out there putting up 10 points on a regular basis, if that. Let's remember that we're talking about right now and also backup status QBs. I think I can get at least 14 to 17 out of Cam. I'll take Cam. All right, Marcus Mariota, I say yes. No, I'll I'll take Mariota, man. Mm. I'll take where are you? <clears throat> are you you're saying no, you're with I'm me? hitting the
0: center to y'all's answers whether they're better than Cam or not. Okay, so what do you think on there? I'm confused now.
2: I've I've yeah, contributed you hit that, to the, it. The, and so you think Mariota's better? Uh no, I would rather have Cam yeah, do it me than too. Marcus Murray. Mariota sucks. Yeah, He was fifteen touchdowns, ten picks, I think, this year. I mean, he was limited. I think Cam could do that easy with a training camp under his belt. He can get fifteen touchdowns of ten picks. I think also though, I think.
0: Yeah, I mean, they did have a better offensive line in Atlanta than people gave them credit for. Maybe I'm going way more towards what he did with the Raiders when he stepped in for Derek Carr. Because remember, mm-hmm. he had a good sample size when it he played did. for Derek Carr. It he did. played well, but so he Titans, got him a contract. Then, but,
2: but what we last saw in Atlanta. That one's close. I
0: right. think that's probably 50-50. I think I'd go Mariota. But, yeah, I hate picking against Cam. Like, this dude is legitimately my favorite player in the NFL right. alongside Julius Peppers.
2: The guy they keep trying to turn into a quarterback, Taysom Hill, I say yes. Better thrower for sure, Cam Newton is. All right, Josh Dobbs, I say yes. Yeah, I'll take Cam. Yeah, for sure. Nate Sudfield, I say yes. Who? <laughs> well, Nate he had, Sudfield. He's he the backup little, in Detroit. He had a little cup of coffee though in Philly.
0: He's awful. Is he bad? I'll he, take Cam. He was I don't the reason
1: he, why. What's his name? Doug Peterson got
2: fired in Philly because he started him for no reason. That's
0: right. Yes. I'm I, trying to. Now we're getting to the point where I'm trying to remember. All right, I got are.
2: about five or six because I want Philly to get his, his last flash of the day in uh jared stidham i say yes y'all go brett ripon i say yes give me cam (laughs) cj bethard yes (laughs) really that's your guy hey i like cj though he did okay at times (laughs) so you taking cj
0: bethard no i'm taking Cam. all
2: right uh my wake forest brethren but i hate to do it john wofford i say yes uh yes cam newton blaine gabbard 10 times over yes there's so many drinking as my head is exploding. Now, yes, Cam. this might be an interesting one, but I, this was one of the first guys I thought about yesterday when we talked about this topic. Tyler Huntley, I say yes. You say Cam's better than Tyler Huntley. Yes, I'll this take, guy had two touchdown passes, but he was a Pro Bowler,
0: right? <laughs> <laughs> I'll take I'll take Tyler Huntley right now. Yeah, man. So actually, mm, we're talking about improving, right? Yeah. Because he's still young. So and I like enough of what I've seen from Huntley. So
2: I'll go Tyler Huntley. To me, he just. The offense is just too paltry for my taste. What about I'm
0: Trey thinking. Lance? Bagel guy wrote that one in.
2: That's a Trey good Lance one. is so young. We haven't got to see enough yet. I thought about putting him on this list, mm-hmm. but uh, I thought about that. But, but uh, point is proven. I am
0: the one that chose the most because I chose any. You guys, none of you chose any of the quarterbacks that you listed over Cam Newton. Yeah,
1: that's I, mean, I, said. I, thought, I thought he had legitimate names
2: out there. Like, is he better than Cooper Rush? Mm. No. Yeah. I don't think Cooper Rush. I'd take him. Cooper Rush. You would take Cooper, right? that he's pretty good. Yeah, he won some games with Dallas for yeah. sure.
1: I'm trying to think who else is he better? Uh, like, is he better um, than Andy Dalton?
2: Today? No, I wouldn't mm. say Andy Dalton. Mm. I'd yeah. say I, I didn't well. put him. Uh I Colt McCoy, I said no. Mm. Oh, good old Colt McCoy, still in he's the league. He's been in the league forever. Keep oh, getting them Colt. checks, Colt. All right, Fitty. So uh, we wouldn't take anybody over you uh, for the most part. So uh, let's much. see what Flounder. you got. Are you available? <laughs> yeah. He's in the studio. Let's see what you got on your last Fitty Flash.
1: Um. By the way, I want you guys to look at the photos that were texted in the text line with Reich and C.J. Stroud. There's your number one pick in the 2023 NFL draft because they are salivating
0: over him. Who Who texted us? Who's the person that texted
1: us? I think it was either TFB or TC, one of those two. We'll look it up. That's not my flash, though. In a sign that baseball is overreacting to make the games go quicker... They are now going to review the performances of the Bat Boys and Bat Girls, the guys that retrieve oh the bats no. during the game. And if they are not moving fast enough, they are subject to be replaced. What are we? Maybe cut out more TV breaks. Or whatever. You're not going to have little kids out there running on a baseball field in the name of, let's make sure these games are under three hours?
0: What the hell are you doing, Rob Manfred? We need more golden retrievers getting the bats from the on-deck circle. (laughs) That is the only option if you employ canines who are faster than the boys that you, and the bad girls that you are talking about, then we need canines there. That is my answer to fix baseball. More Golden Retrievers.
2: I know you like uh, Americana, apple pie, pickup trucks and stuff like that, but I think that uh, baseball <laughs> could use a few things to make it a little bit quicker, so I'm here for the changes. You're here. You're, here like. you're, you're saying bleep them kids? Is that what you're saying? Yeah, man. Let's, let's get the <laughs> no. game moving. Wesley, Michael, Jordan, Brian, baby. That's right. <laughs> Alright, well, when we return on the Wesson Walker Show, we're going to close this thing down with what's on tap and on this day in sports history. This is the Wesson Walker Show. Sports Radio 92.7 WFNZ. McDonald's is not new to chicken. So maybe stop questioning their chicken cred and get your hands on the McCrispy, Juicy fried chicken, buttery bun, unmatched pickle to chicken ratio. Yeah, they know what they're doing.
0: So much of this show sometimes coming into the intro is you saying something in the background. You said "Is
2: the Wayans show. I said "Is the Wayans Brothers coming on because I always go. remember that from um, the Wayans Brothers intro. It's one of the better beats of all time. Oh, yeah. Fine. It's crazy. Is that Jay Dilla, too? This is not. No. Is that Q-Tip? This, is, this is Q-Tip. I know I believe Q-Tip and I, Jay Dilla had a similar sound.
0: I need to look at it. Oh, this well, definitely the jazz influence. Well, and Tip and Dilla, those guys were, you know. Cut from the same cloth, especially mm-hmm. when Q-Tip discovered Jay Dillon and was like, Who is this guy? Yeah. Having some drunk beats that also had the jazz influence behind it for sure. So, by the way, we are playing this and talking about it because seven years ago today, Fife Dog passed away and uh one of the members of the best yeah, rap I groups of all time passed or away.
2: Something, right? Yeah, some type of. He,
0: he died from complications of uh, diabetes, I believe. Mm. Yeah, you know. When's the last time you heard a funky diabetic? There you yeah, I mean, that's when he let the world know in mm-hmm. bugging out that he did have diabetes. I was like, wait, what's going on? He battled you know, complications from that for a long time. So, yes, seven years ago today. That's crazy that it happened. One of the best beats ever for sure right there. We thought about going to a war tour. A couple people did write in some Fife lyrics I did want to go to. And so what's great about this, just real quickly, there's a couple of great intersections of Carolina sports and hip hop. And Fife Dog actually has two of them. And so one of them, as I look up one of the lines somebody wrote in, yeah, so here's one. Panther C. Dev, we appreciate the text. He said, hip-hop scholar, since being knee-high to a duck, the height of Muggsy Bogues, complexion of a hockey puck. So there's Muggsy and Fife Dog, okay, a little bit of an intersection there. And the other one is, in that music video that we just played, they are sitting in the diner, Fife Dog, Q-Tip, Mahi, uh, Muhammad, uh, excuse me, Shahid Ali Muhammad. Uh All of them are sitting down eating uh, whatever it is at the local diner. And he is sporting a Panther jacket. So in that music video with one of the best hip hop beats of all time, Five Dog is actually wearing a Panther jacket. Wow. Complete fire, as Wes Bryant might say. (laughs) That's one of my favorite things. So, yes, that was really cool. Appreciate it. Yeah. Big Cat Dan writing an electric relaxation. One day we'll have to talk
2: about a shot athlete name drop. Because we have some candidates, some good candidates. Well, who are some other ones that you're Cam thinking of? Cam has been name-dropped in a lot of rhymes. I'm sure there are, yeah. Alonzo Mourning has definitely been name-dropped in a lot of rhymes. Yeah, we do need And then to. you talked about Muggsy. Muggsy's been name-dropped in some rhymes, too. Well, and Fife was a huge sports fan. Yeah.
0: So so there's the Muggsy one. I'm trying to think of some other ones,
2: too. Because Alonzo Mourning has a good one, because especially when he played for the Heat, that was mm-hmm. a good one. People would say that, bring the heat. Like yeah, all the,
0: it, yeah 100%. Like there's, there's the easy ones. If you play for Miami, you could just pick a player, always bring the heat, like right. blank. Uh, yeah, underscore. What you got for us, Vinny?
1: Didn't Randolph Childress get one for his crossover? Or, 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 or am I
0: just tripping? No, that would be a good. I got to look it up. It, look. It's, I wouldn't be surprised. It sounds like it could be out there if not then somebody needs to put it up there. Yes, people uh people write in right now. Some of the references that you might think of, you know, raise up Pete Pablo. Yeah. I mean, the go-to. Yeah. 100%. Makes and Willie P Cry. <laughs> hmm. I do Did you see that? I don't know if we had our show launch yet. Yeah. But during the Hornets, I think it was one of the earlier games of the season, Willie P filmed like a 2 minute and 20 sec- like the longest version you could go of Pete Pablo's concert at the Spectrum Center at halftime and it was amazing just Willie in awe filming the whole thing and putting it out there I did not realize Willie P huge Petey Pablo fan and then also made sure everybody knew that on Twitter
2: yeah me too man I can't wait this weekend Kane's game when they score they play the raise up Petey Pablo Mm -hmm. I'm I'm definitely excited
1: Have, have you been working out to get your arm ready
2: uh, yeah, man. Always, I, I've been envisioning what this is gonna look like since they told me that I could do it. So I'm Don't I've already us. have it all planned out. <laughs> Don't oh.
0: embarrass us. Oh. Still
1: <laughs> waiting on my ticket, by the way. <laughs>
2: Are hey you man, man those tickets up? cost some scrilla. So you guys gonna have to get your tickets. Well, i I got. I bought. I had to buy two. So oh no. It um, yeah, cost me a pretty penny.
0: A couple of other texts real quick. 704 said Jay-Z made a Josh Norman reference one time. I don't know what he's talking about. If you could tell us the song, that'd be great too. So we could also get a research team on it. Looks like Wes Bryant is going to man that <laughs> operation. D2 Kicker said, blanks, no, I ball, I go hard, Cam Newton. I don't know where that reference is from either. But this is getting a little dangerous if you include the, the Cam Newton
2: words. one I've I remembered the most was Future saying – uh bleep, I make the same money as Cam Newton. Okay, so there's one.
1: And there was one okay. about, the, about the Superman that he did. There was a reference. I remember what song yeah. it was, but I know that was one.
0: Oh, uh, oh, here's one. Oh, this is a great one. 704 said Julius Peppers and Heart of a Champion by Nelly. Peppers has oh, gotten, yeah. especially That with, was his man. Well Especially with the kind of mainstream hit that is Heart of a Champion. That's a great one. So, yes, perfect. I, I think the cooler one is definitely electric relaxation with the Panthers jacket, but that's a great one.
2: Jay-Z's reference to Josh Norman came on DJ Khaled's single, I Got the Keys, in which he said, one-on-one with the corner with no safety help. I perform like Josh Norman. I ain't normal. But you know Twitter never loses. People then started to rip Jay-Z. And said, this is why Jay-Z is overrated. Josh Norman actually played zone and did get help in Carolina's defense. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, there you go. Uh,
0: 704 is correcting me. I'm willing to be wrong about this. I just didn't think it was uh, not the Panthers. But apparently it's a Carolina Tar Heel shirt, not the Panthers. The video was black and white. But, yeah, I thought it was a Panther shirt, though, just with the font. So we got to look that up. And then
2: Jay-Z's definitely worn Carolina jerseys.
0: Well, yeah, I, well, there's the, I forget what video that one was, but he was wearing the classic oh, uh, yeah, UNC jersey. Oh, yeah, I think jersey. that was
2: a Maya song.
0: Um, I, no! saw, I saw, I was waiting for it. Fiddy got really excited. What's going on, Fiddy?
1: I know Nada just said we got to clean house and get rid of all of the, the leftovers. The
0: big fella's back, baby. Okay, another year. The big ram. Another year of Armando Bay. Oh, Lord. God. I, You're so excited.
1: I'm ready to watch us shoot 28% from three just to watch him rebound the hell out of the ball again. Oh,
0: my God. That that is going to be uh, Kyle Bailey just had the unbreakable records conversation yesterday. Like Armando Baycott is going to have an unbreakable rebound record at North Carolina after next year is over and done with. And that's even with him not playing a ton of games. What do you make of the news that Armando is coming back?
2: Well, I mean, it's going to be tremendous. He's going to be a player of the year candidate once again. Maybe the front runner next year. Who knows, depending on who goes and who stays. But I know those rebound records, uh, if I'm not mistaken, he is fifth all-time in ACC history in rebounds. So he's definitely going to have his chance to uh, continue his Yeah,
0: A hundred percent. (laughs) Shhh. Who is this guy? Shopee the Dope Man. It's a great one. Can't remember what song it was by 50 Cent, but in the music video, he was wearing a Moose Muhammad jersey. That's a great one too. Yeah. So there's another one. Uh, Seven o four number asked if Carolina was going to be preseason number one again. You think that's in the cards? <laughs> much.
1: Always in my heart, you know. <laughs> <laughs> during,
0: during the regular season as well, one hundred percent. And then the last one, Hollywood A said uh, Kanye said he was going to buy the Chicago Bulls and uh, go link with Mike. Um, there's yeah, Michael Jordan Carolina reference. Uh, Michael Jordan. Yeah, yeah
2: there's going to be a so million. Fitty, of if if Duke returns Philipowski Proctor and they have a Elite team next year will Carolina's national championship be just beating Duke once?
1: No, we're not that type of program. Also, Kyle Bailey, get your hand off my wings. Oh, okay, there's some <laughs> wings in there. Oh, okay. and that- you want to go? Yeah. All right. It, it's yeah.
2: start. It's starting to get spicy. I'll we're cut g- off your other toe. There's some spicy wings in there. I, I don't know which flavor it was, but one of them had some. Heat to it. So big
0: shout, big shout to the listener that sent that in. You know who you are. I don't know. Can we say his McCoy name? Sometimes I'll people don't be want us to say the name. So I just was giving them a shout. Yeah, I'll we do really it because he it. was a
1: former enemy. Okay. But it was Wendy's nephew that hooked us up with the food today. Big appreciate that. Big time. time.
0: time. So yeah, I don't know. It's, Cause it's I, have, I
1: have takes, baby.
0: <laughs> Big time shout out to Wendy's nephew. We appreciate it. We'll be back with you tomorrow. Until then, stay tuned for the Kyle Bailey show. Also smoke Ludwig alongside him. It's Sports Radio ninety-two seven WFNZ. We have-